0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 318. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Offroad Andy.
2: Yes, hello.
1: And Tony Katz.
0: Yes, hello. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. Check out our sports podcast right after this. Got some good stuff to get to, including a lot of trailers. Uh, But first things first, uh, Tony, tell us of your stories.
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm glad that uh, sometimes it seems like we start the podcast off with this. But uh, a couple of... You need to take notes on it. Stories, yeah. yeah, I even have notes on my stories. But no, one of them was I was uh, teased you guys a little bit in the pre-recording about what I did this weekend. And uh, I went to a place that I think you'd both enjoy. It was in... Magic Mountain. No, I actually. Fun fact: I do not like roller coasters, so that's you will not. A not see it. fun fact at all to me. <laughs> you like them? Oh yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Sorry. Uh, no, that's. I think that's cool. I didn't know that. I almost um,
1: went there this weekend, Andy.
0: Uh, we must. Uh, we uh, a few friends and I. We went to a place in the old. I believe it was called Old World Huntington Beach, and it was the Beer Garden. Oh yeah, the Bavarian town. Yeah, exactly, and it's honestly. Really cool, because you're walking through there, and it's like me and my roommate were walking through, and it's like you almost feel like you're at like the missions in like San Juan Capistrano. Oh, wow, yeah, it's an escape to Bavaria. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where Bavaria is or what that even is,
2: but wow, it's my people's heritage. What are those Germans, flipper fans? Yeah, <laughs> Bavaria is Germany, but like southern.
0: Okay. Germany. But no, it was cool because there's even like weird little like churches there, and honestly, it looks like they're just little studios up there or something. I don't know what they are. We even saw some random person in the window of like a little church, kind of creepy. But uh, a fun time nonetheless. Saw like a country band there that we enjoy seeing with some friends. We were invited, so uh, we said, "Hell, let's do something different." And it turns out that it's actually really close to uh, one of the HOAs that I uh, supervise. So I drive Costco next door too. Yeah, there's yeah, there is. I think we we parked at like a bus station too or something. There's
1: to kill time for a, uh i run over nails with my car every like i don't know four months and so i'm always getting patched tires knock on wood everyone um i had to wait like an hour for that to happen like a tuesday so i walked over there and uh found a coffee shop and did a little bit of work while they did it and it was neat it's cool
0: that sounds cool that is uh it is a cool little area over there so uh you know guys out there if you got a girlfriend wife whatever she may be he may be uh go out there and uh take your significant other on a nice little date in that area it seems it's pretty cool
2: how is the uh, hot cheese soup
0: i do not have any hot cheese soup what is that that sounds awful oh tony and i like cheese Have you ever been to germany oh i've never been okay. to germany <laughs> no that's the closest what, what you do is the phoenix club in oktoberfest <laughs> But no, I have not been to Germany. Uh, Uh, Was it crowded? Uh, The place is so big that even if it is crowded, it's like, it doesn't feel crowded, if that makes sense. Like, they got two stages in there. They got a side stage. They got a big main stage. Uh, A big place. It's comfortable. So Mm -hmm. overly crowded, no. But I mean, it was a decent amount of people. But again, it's so crowded that, uh, I mean, so big that it doesn't feel crowded.
1: They do like... uh... Uh, I don't know how the dog races or something there, like once a year. It's always on the news. Those like Dutch Hound or whatever they're called.
2: Santa's, Santa's little helper. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then, anyway, this other little side story I have that I wanted to briefly talk about was just that I was a little, uh, I would like a little bit of time to kill. It was Friday. I was at work, and I uh, I uh, checked out of work. Mentally, still there physically, but it's a Friday or like one o'clock. I'm out of there at like two thirty, three o'clock, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm done for the day mentally. So, I I don't ever use Snapchat, but when I do use it, uh, it's because now they have like all these little stories that you can watch. And one of the ones that I've been really into is it's called the Sinister Page, and it's real dispatched like nine one one calls, like the actual calls. Whoa! And I was listening to one. It was this girl basically saying that, you know, her, this guy was in the house. She thinks he had just, he had just killed her aunt and then she's coming for him or he's coming for her and she's freaking out. And then like, it goes to like, you know, it's over. And then about, let's call it four or five hours later, 911 gets another call and it's from the same house. But this time it's the brother and he's screaming, he's crying, saying like, my sister's not breathing. I just came over here. She's not breathing. She's like naked or whatever, like blah, blah. blah. She's got cuts on her. Like she's bleeding, like all this stuff. And I guess the story is that happened was that the cops went to the house and knocked on the door and nobody answered. And they didn't take it serious enough to like, feel like they needed to break into the house. So they just left and she had already been murdered at that point. And the brother found her and it ended up being the, this was a story that happened in like 2019 in a Detroit area or a Michigan area and it ended up being the the boyfriend killed the aunt and then killed the niece who was the one that made the original phone call and apparently to this day he's they know his name they know who he is but he's apparently part of America's most wanted. He's still at large since 2019. And anyway, the reason I bring this up is because In the dispatch call, they were given the address. So I was like, you know what? I'm on my computer. I'm going to go on Google Earth and Google Earth this address. And then, sure enough, it let me have a street view. So I clicked it. And then it's like you could see the house now is all, uh, like, you could tell it's it's all boarded up. And you could tell it's also, like, it looks like it's been lit on fire at one point. So it's, you know. So then that made me go down the rabbit hole. And I'm like, well, now I'm just going to Google most haunted places in the United States. And I'm just going to Google Earth them and visit them on Google Earth. And so one of them, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this is like one of the top 10 most haunted places in all of the United States. And it's actually in San Diego Ooh, called the Whaley house. And there's this whole legend about it. So then that led me to another rabbit hole. Next thing you know, oh, I'm watching only. an hour YouTube video on these people like ghost hunting in there I or know. whatever.
2: The ghost hunters are the and, worst.
0: Oh, you would have loved these people. They were like all like rock band type looking people like,
2: like holding the machines. Oh, I got a reading.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But it's, it's pretty funny. I, uh, I enjoyed it, but it's pretty cool because they give you tours. They, you can do night tours at this place, but I think that's pretty cool. It's old town. It's, nonetheless, it's creepy. Whether you know you believe in ghosts or whether you don't or whatever you believe in, everybody's allowed to believe what they want to believe. We don't know what happens when it's all said and done. We haven't done it yet. But, are you, you going to go to this wheelie house? So that's what I was thinking. I actually think it would be fun if you actually had like a group together and actually did one of these evening tours. It sounds like it would be kind of fun. It's history, at least, nonetheless. There is an area because what you believe in and what you don't believe in is good. But regardless, the truth of the matter is is that there was hangings on that property where that house was built. So it is still creepy to think like you're standing where someone was hung in like the oh. late 1800s. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's cool, but it's... it's, it's just- I,
2: have, I have in my mind, I was writing uh, a different story um, based on your story. I wish you were like I went on Google Maps and then I wanted you to you saw someone in the window. I
1: thought you were gonna see mm-hmm. like the slender man or something. I did think about that. Like and then that would you be try cool. to show
2: us and when you go on there, they're not there. And you're like, I swear. And we're like, you're in your own head. Uh, and then, then you, get, you get so wrapped up in it and you investigate it, and then you're on a plane. Yeah, and then,
1: and then you get sucked into the house.
2: Yeah, the demon gets you. So Yeah. I think to... I've seen that movie nine times already, but in the episode. Why not make it a ten times?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well that would be cool. I have to admit.
2: Well, pretty. Well, yeah, those
0: there. are my little
1: stories. I bet you bookmarked that uh, page. You can go back to those 911 stories at, at a moment's notice.
0: Yeah, no, they're on there. They're definitely interesting. And one other one I listened to, like the guy was in the house upstairs and he had a, his gun with him, and the house was being robbed. And the next thing you know, halfway through, you just hear pop, 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 pop. And then he's all like, yeah, I shot him. <laughs> it's like, okay, well. Good, I guess. Better your life than his, or his life than yours, I guess. Well, anyway, what uh, what do we got here in the news?
1: All right, moving on. We have a a bizarre story, I suppose, and uh, who knows how much of it's even real. Um, I'm I'm assuming you guys are familiar with the the downfall of Bam Margera, jackass Uh, fame.
0: uh, I, I know he had substance abuse he, he had to like, like leave. Shit. They didn't want him on
2: like the jackass. Yeah, he had
1: to leave the last movie they made, if if I remember correctly.
2: I think he was told to leave. Yeah, and yeah, they, uh, wouldn't, they wouldn't insure him. He's been
1: like in and out of rehabs, and I think he just got arrested for like being drunk in front of a restaurant where his ex wife and kid have, were. Yeah. And um, well, I, I I think it came out today. He released a video, basically calling out Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville. Jeff Tremaine, I think, is the director and creator of, like, the shows and all that. And uh, (laughs) uh, challenging Knoxville to a a bare-knuckle boxing match. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like that's right up Knoxville's wheelhouse for the most part, without being... He likes to get attacked for video's sake, but he doesn't really like to necessarily attack people, so I don't know, but it seems like it... It could even be some sort of, like, this is all planned out, and this is how they're going to stay f- relevant, but otherwise, it's this complete downfall of, uh, of a person.
2: No, he's just totally fucked up. I, sounded, I, I don't even think
1: Johnny Knoxville would do that.
0: Yeah. I don't think he would do it because I think... Uh, cause he cares about his him. time. Exactly. Like they're, they're very sad about it. Yeah. They're concerned about his well being, and his drugs have taken over his life. I mean, it's going to be, it's not a matter of if it's more of a matter of when you're going to turn on the news one day and it'll be like, Oh, former Jackass star, you know, Bam, our found dead. You know, it's going to be It's sad. And like, cause all those guys were able to recover. Devo's sober now. I think, uh, you know, some of those other guys I know got their lives together more like cut back on things or quit completely. And he was just the one that, was never able to surpass these demons, or at least so far hasn't been able to.
1: Well, uh, we'll see how it goes, I suppose. Uh, He seems to be in the news quite a bit, you know, uh, with different drunken escapades. But, yep, enough on that. Uh, We have Harry Potter coming back. Uh, They're doing a reboot, but this time they're going to do TV, and it's going to be one book per season, and they're going to do all seven of them the
2: plan they want they want to do a a game of thrones thing here with harry potter which uh makes sense from a money-making perspective but um i know for like people our age like those movies seem pretty fresh but i guess if you're 15 like that's like an old person movie now um i think it's first one came out in 2001 i think so it it has been over 20 years by the time this ever comes out probably will have been 25 years uh but it just seems like Way too soon to be doing this. Like, wait, wait another 20 years. But um if you wait another 20 years, all the executives at Warner Brothers are going to be dead and they can't spend all that money. So, how to do it now, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. No one here has any interest in this, right? Like, absolutely not. Like, if you have any interest in Harry Potter, just watch, you know, Daniel Radcliffe. Like, it's, uh, how are you going to have someone different? Like, are you going to go in a different direction? Are you going to, you're going know, to have a, a black guy play Harry Potter because oh, uh, yeah, they're going you know, to have to spice it up because yeah, yeah, well, someone one of the three is going to be black. Yeah, probably the girl. I was just going to say probably Hermione. I seem they always do that. They always have like a mixed race girl in these movies. It's like, cool. Her dad's Chris Pine. <laughs> um, that's I guess that's a uh, uh, foreshadow. <laughs> uh, what is um, that from? But I guess that's foreshadowing foreshadowing. So you don't know what it is about yet. Oh, I thought you were referencing a movie. I am. <laughs> oh. He isn't telling us yet, Sean, because
1: okay. it's going to be talked about probably later <laughs> in this uh, episode. I'm it. There's a lag in, on my end, so... <laughs> yeah, um, sure, buddy. Yeah, this is for someone. Uh, not for me, but... It, it's, I wondered, do they just literally, like... I'm staring at all of your DVDs, Andy, right now, and it's like, does the executive just... Okay, well, 12 Monkeys... Nah. 1917 we could redo that in like 15 years uh apocalypse now oh okay i'll write that one down back to the future definitely write that one down uh is that what they're oh. doing like
2: so back to future back is, the future is coming right no it's an interesting case where robert zemeckis is like you have to fucking kill me there's no way you're I, you will ever be allowed to remake back to the future and like the executives are like all right we'll wait you it out just, yeah, yeah it it exactly this
0: rem- reminds me of when uh Elaine in a Christmas vacation goes. If you're gonna want to get in, you're gonna have to break down the goddamn door, and they do. Yeah, they
1: will. I'd I'd be worried. He should have a very good insurance policy and a security guard because they're gonna send Liam Neeson after him to to get that
0: you know accomplished. Well, there really is such thing as Hollywood hitman, aren't there? I don't know. <laughs> no, wasn't there someone mean? recently? That Phil Spector um, <laughs> had hired a hitman or something. Then they changed their mind on it. I, I swear, like, I remember hearing that. And like that's recently. in the news every people, like
2: three years or something. People make up shit. So
0: I, you don't think there's a, ever a hit, you don't think hitmen exist? I mean, hitmen definitely yeah. exist. And if you have the money, who has the money? Celebrities have the money. Hitman. The whole point of a hitman is so I don't get in trouble <laughs> because they're so yeah, good yeah, at their job yeah. that. And they won't tell anybody. That's why they're a hitman. You can't be a hitman and go around the bar being like, yeah, I killed eight people yesterday for Courtney Cox or something. You know what I mean? Well,
1: what was the best hitman's name? Was it uh, Motherfucker
2: James or something? Oh, Motherfucker Jones. Jones? (laughs) He was not not even a real hitman. (laughs) Well, I mean. You know who is a real hitman is John Wick. How do you check their
1: qualifications, Andy? I don't know. They They have have a resume on Monster or Indeed or something?
2: Do you? I don't know. How I'm it's. just saying, that is, many it, is it word in of world. mouth?
1: Are they like, did you hear about that thing in Skeegee, uh, Kansas? Yeah, that was me. No shit. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to call the cops. There's got to be a bounty there. So that's got to be a sticky situation. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, violence and weapons, uh, Heat 2. Just recently watched yeah. Heat 1, and uh, yeah, they're talking about a remake, or uh, a, f- a sequel, I not, should say.
2: Yeah, not a, not a remake, but um, so so Michael Mann actually wrote a, a book. He wrote he, he wrote the book Heat 2 uh, a couple years ago, came out, because um, he's like, well, they'll never make this. You know, how do you do this? How do you do this uh, prequel slash sequel story? Um, so I'm just going to write the book. Got it. Uh, but the book ended up being good, well-reviewed. People D. Liked H. De Niro,
1: they, they've never done that
2: before. <laughs> Well, they're not going to. Um, at least the plan here is for uh, Adam Driver to be playing the the character uh, that Robert De Niro played. So uh, I guess the book takes place. It's a prequel and a sequel. So the prequel part of it uh, is a, centered around uh, Robert De Niro's character like 10 years before Heat. Uh, and then the sequel part of it is Val Kilmer's character who oh. got away in Heat. Um, and He's on the run. Um, so Val Kilmer obviously not going to return, um, especially if it's going to take place only like a few years after. Um, it wouldn't even make sense even if Val Kilmer was uh, still able to, you know, act, you know, in a big performance. But um, I think some people have been saying they, they want Austin Butler to play that role, um, Elvis himself. It's so, going to be good. Um, but Adam Driver just uh, has just did the Ferrari movie with Michael Mann. So he's. Oh, yeah. Looking forward already to that. Hard to work with them yeah so this would make make a lot of sense i think adam driver is is don't want to compare anyone to de niro but it's like hey he's had a good career for hopping around that long that you can compare it a little bit i think he's he could, he could fill the shoes a bit um but yeah if the, if the story is good just hire good actors that seem to work with the first one
1: yeah i just uh, recently watched people. that and um but what's funny is that house on the stilts is always like in like on Yahoo news pages, you know, this house from heat is, is on the market for, you know, four or six million dollars or whatever. And it's like, it's
2: weird that and the insurance is 10 million. Yeah, exactly.
1: They're still talking about this house from this movie from forever ago. I don't know, maybe because everything's monitored and I recently watched it. That's why it's a news story, I suppose. But yeah, that um, I don't hate that. I guess I should say. All right, uh, Shrek Five is uh, rumored to have the original cast all on board. Rumored for that at this point. Success of uh, Puss in Boots Five, and uh,
2: yeah, here we go. So the, the Puss in Boots movie ended with a, a teaser, like that they're returning back to Shrek's homeland, and it's like okay, it's time. Like we could, we should all do it. Well, Mike Myers um, especially- is back.
1: I think Cameron Diaz is back acting.
2: Yeah. She, she, Murphy's tired. back acting. He's doing a lot. It's, yeah. it's meant to be. Yeah. Uh, a new generation needs to see Shrek and they need to see him in a better format than he originally existed in. Uh, Cause animation's only gotten better. If you go back and watch like Shrek one, you're like, oh yeah, this is, this
1: is, yeah, you're watching it on not a, as good. a tube TV.
2: I watched it on the big screen. I don't know about you, but I was a big, big Shrek fan back in the day. So I watched, I watched both of those movies. I mean, I say both because I don't acknowledge three or four as existing. Um, so I, I don't think I've seen those. I think I saw half of three. and was so bad, I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. The introduction of the cat is in the second one, right? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I love that one. Well, Puss in Boots is so good, he got his own fucking got, show. Yeah,
2: he got two spinoffs. Yeah. His own movie. Yeah. And it's, it's a very fine movie. So, again, I don't hate that. Um, It's a cartoon.
1: It's fun. It's, you know, different characters. Same stories, different characters. uh, So, I'm all right with it. Uh, UFC, WW. well, my phone corrected it to W, but I assume (laughs) E,
2: Merge. Yeah, so this has been agreed to. Um, So, WWE has been on the markets for a while. Isn't that... Vince McMahon. uh, Yeah.
1: fake wrestling and UFC is actual fighting
2: yes yes are they combining I'll walk you through it I'll walk you through it um well they're not combining their their companies are merging they'll be under the same parent um so I will go and said I'll walk you through this first but yeah WWE Vince McMahon had a lot of problems he stepped away from the the company um and then he came back recently he's like I'm taking charge again uh, but he said, "I'm looking to sell it because everyone hates me and they want me to retire." Um, he did. He did come out with a new weird look um, at WrestleMania this weekend. Looks like a, a cartoon villain, so he's really playing the part here. Uh, but then, yeah, they did announce a, a new deal. So, uh, a new company will be formed in this merger, and I believe it's like 51.49. I don't remember which one gets 51, which one gets 49. Um, but basically this company Endeavor which is uh, the parent company of UFC will be the parent company of WWE as well so they will still be independent organizations and White will still run UFC and uh, Vince McMahon will will end up stepping down and the other people that run it will end up running WWE. Um, What's interesting about Endeavor it's a company started by uh, Ari Emanuel who is a a big time agent hey, Gold. Uh, by the name of Ari yes he huh. is the he was the inspiration for Ari Gold um, also his brother was uh, the chief of staff for Obama and later the mayor of Chicago so big time family there um but yeah he is the, the the founder and CEO of of Endeavor right now uh, Endeavor has both UFC and WWE and yeah like you said they're very different ideas WWE is entertainment it is a TV show uh, UFC is real, actual fighters, but there is, uh, I hate to use this word, but it is the perfect word, uh, synergy. Um, plenty of people have crossed between UFC and WWE, even for, even way back in the beginning. It was like Ken Shamrock. Remember Ken Shamrock? I do not. Uh, yeah, you <clears throat> probably don't, but Ken Shamrock was like a... I was never big in uh, WWE. He was, yeah, he was a MMA fighter, um, maybe even before UFC was a thing, who then went into wrestling and was like all right, it makes sense. Like, if you know how to fight, you can then know how to, you know, play, wrestle, whatever you're doing. Um, but Ronda Rousey tried to convert to WWE. It didn't really work, but, you know, she didn't want to fight anymore. Uh, Brock Lesnar's another guy who's done both. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot of crossover there. Uh, the only thing that I think is weird, I don't think there's much crossover between the fan bases. Uh, because t- to me, the people who love WWE are basically nerds who don't like sports, want to like the excitement of sports, um, whereas people like UFC probably are more real sports fans, and that sounds mean, but um, that's that's how I see it. Is WWE fans are like nerds who uh, they probably didn't like the you know the jocks at their school, but you know sports are fun, so they're like I want something, so they uh, flock to this weird shit. But uh, still very successful, and uh, there's a reason why this story is in the entertainment episode and not the sports episode.
0: I like it. I'm glad. Yeah,
2: fair enough. All right, uh, Scott Pilgrim cartoon. So I think a while back, Netflix announced they were going to do a Scott Pilgrim uh, anime. So um, Scott Pilgrim was a a beloved comic book series. It was uh, later turned into a movie by Edgar Wright that I I enjoy a whole lot. Um, But they made a big announcement this week. They're like, okay, we're announcing the voice cast. And they revealed the voice cast, and it's literally everyone from the movie, which is very interesting, very um, surprising, because a lot of those people from that movie are much bigger stars now than they were back then. So you have, like, Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza and um, Chris Evans, fucking Captain America, before he was Captain America. But after Um, he
0: was not another teen movie.
2: Yeah. So he was still, he was already a thing. Yeah. and, of course, Michael Cera as the, the main character. And um, uh, the, the Colkin guy from Succession, like this pre-Succession, that Colkin guy who was also in the movie. So um, basically all of them. Oh, also Oscar winner Brie Larson, too. So they had some uh, some big people in, in that movie before they were really famous. Um, and now they're all going to come back for this anime series, which I'm interested in it because a wild story uh, and it had great music and I wonder what they're going to do differently um, but if they're just telling the same story I don't know is this really worth it but yeah I'd like to see um, you know Michael Sarah is on top of the world right now it's also foreshadowing so I'm all for a Michael Sarah comeback
1: yeah he's uh, he's in that cursed area of like forever five years old looking kid
2: yeah, he is like 40 now, and it's like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> is he really? But might be. Probably, he's probably 36 at least. Yeah, ballpark oh, of that I area. See. He's old. Because, I mean, Superbad came out when I was actually in high school. Yeah, I mean, so too. he was not he was actually playing. He was not oh. actually okay, still in high school. How old do you think he is? I'm going to say 37. What is, what's your guess, Sean? I'm just saying 37 also.
0: He is 34 which means Superbad came out in 2007. So he 16 was 16 years ago. So he was like a legit 18 in yeah. that movie. I knew, I knew Jonah Hill was, but
2: maybe Jonah Hill is actually a little older.
0: than him. Well, let's see. I think I'm going to say Jonah Hill is probably a little bit older than him. Yeah.
2: I thought it was the other way around. Okay. How old do you think Jonah Hill is? So then he, Jonah Hill going to be 36. There, Sean, 37. Your <laughs> Please play along at
0: home, play along at home in your car. But uh, Jonah Hill is 39.
2: All right. Okay. So I I had it the other way around that Jonah Hill was actually like in his 20s and Michael Sarah was normal. Yeah. Okay. Well, my apologies to Michael Sarah and everyone who cares about him.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is for someone, Uh, not me, but.
2: That's for a lot of people. Some people. All right, let's talk. Hey, I have two copies of Scott Pilgrim on 4K Blu-ray. Why? <laughs> I accidentally hit. I two oh on my the god! Rick. And you can't return one. <laughs> uh, it's too much of a hassle. Sit.
1: You just find a
2: Kohl's yeah. and you're done. Yeah, I don't coals. It's hard to get to. It's probably one across the street. Uh, there's one in town, but it's the other side of town. In town, this
1: is Kentucky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the same town. What? Where he what goes and gets his butter and milk. <laughs> what? What's a better way to describe the city of Tustin, California? There's one
1: nearby. It's not
2: nearby is what I'm trying to say. Biggest Tustin. I'm pretty sure we're in Irvine. It's North Tustin. Yeah, and the Coles is in North Tustin. Might as well be in Orange. (laughs) Woo, you have to take the day off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then keep the copies, Andy. Uh, Let's talk about some trailers. Let's kick things off with Blue Beetle.
2: So uh, Blue Beetle is the next big DC movie. And uh, what does that mean? Because... Uh, the last one didn't do too well. So um, Blue Beetle is coming out August 18th. We finally got a first look at any of the movie. We didn't know anything really. Um, George Lopez is in it as like an uncle or something. So uh, yeah, the big selling point for Blue Beetle is he is like the first Latino superhero, right? Um, you got you to gotta check all the boxes here. Uh, but this was originally produced as an HBO Max original movie, uh, similar to Batgirl, which was famously canceled or destroyed or whatever you want to say a finished movie that never is allowed to come out um but with blue beetle i guess they thought it was good enough to put out in the theater so um yeah we'll just see what happens with that is it going to be any good i don't know i don't think blue beetle is the biggest uh, dc character out there i don't think it's like it doesn't go like batman then blue beetle you know it's i don't think so you turn into a um, beetle so it looks like uh one of those like you know the scarabs from like the mummy like but it's like also got an Iron Man suit in it. It like attaches to him or something. I don't know. They don't have that many ideas in these superhero movies, but um yeah. Weird. He gets like he gets like Doc Ock arms. Yeah, I'm watching but the trailer right Iron now, Man. and
1: that's basically yeah, exactly what it looks like. Wait, this kind of looks like I think had an action figure that was similar to this thing when I was a kid. Yeah, maybe. He definitely wasn't know. a beetle, like he had a face. It
2: looks kinda like that weird i mean it'd be a good action figure with those robot arms or whatever it is but
1: okay yeah uh i am again this is probably just for your typical teenager and
0: andy
2: sure <laughs> well i watch every movie I know you so do they're all for me <clears throat> all right that's like this is
0: for your romanian grandmother or andy
1: <laughs> exactly save them a seat in the theater just don't bring any hot dogs they'll be pissed
0: and then don't get within six chairs <laughs>
1: All right, uh, next up, Barbie, the long-awaited uh, actual trailer. We had a teaser a while ago.
0: Can I, I take a guess? Is this the movie that has Chris Pine in it? No. Oh, I thought for sure he'd be like Ken or something. No, it's Ryan, Gosling. Ryan Gosling is Ken. Oh, okay, then you can't beat that. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. That's so. a great Ryan Gosling. He was great in uh, Say Cheese or Die, one of his first <laughs> sure. movies.
2: Sure. <laughs> one of well, his first
0: it was a movie, movie It was shows, a yeah. film to
2: us, you know? Yeah, Yeah. come on, sure. Joe. Um, yeah, Barbie coming out July 21st, real trailer this time, um, includes, you know, them actually speaking, um, and Michael Sarah's in this as Ken's friend or something. I don't know. Like his little son or something. (laughs) His friend. It
0: always reminds me like you always like in those toys, it's like you
2: would have like just the knockoff character, like, oh, and sold
0: separately. Here's Tim.
2: Yeah. The, the, the Barbie universe always had like, here's her black friend. It was, (laughs) was, uh, you know, that, that reminds
0: me of when you say that, like the, the black doll is just that office episode. But yeah. uh, he's trying to, who is it? Who's trying to buy the Toby is buying the doll and he buys it from, uh, Greg Robinson. The doll he has is black and Toby gets it. And he's like, Oh, what? And he's like, what's wrong with it?
2: And he's like, no, no,
0: it's perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. I couldn't, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good.
2: I was also gonna say, I think there's a, there's a Simpsons episode, uh, with like Albie Stacy where she gets sold out and all they have left. is oh, like a yeah. friend Or something. Right.
0: Well, that was Barbie's friend was what? Kelly was the little her <laughs> daughter.
2: You have a daughter, That's yeah, she? Kelly. How right? old is Barbie? Look it up. I'm not looking it up. I'm not putting that in my Google search. <laughs> Get out of here.
0: <laughs> Weird.
2: Um, but yeah, this this looks to be kind of silly and funny. Um, Will Farrell is playing the head of, I think, Tell or whatever the toy company or something. I can't tell exactly what this is, but it it, it looks like <laughs> the idea is going to be like Barbie is like moved into the real world after living in Barbie Town or something. Okay, um, one of those kind of things. Barbie
0: Town. <laughs> So what what else I'm
2: is it from? called? Springfield? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of lot of people, a lot of different variations okay. of Barbies. So,
0: <laughs> you want to know where she's from? It's fictional where she's from. Willows, Wisconsin. Yeah, we're all from Wisconsin. Aren't we? Where she attended high school. Barbie's official birthday is March 9th, 1959. The day oh, she was damn, she's unveiled alive. unveiled to the toy industry during New York Toy Fair. Barbie first appeared in her iconic black and white striped swimsuit. Arby was joined by Ken shortly after
2: 1961. All right, Ken's uh, younger. Wow, okay, interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving
1: on, we have <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, and Joaquin Phoenix in "Bo is Afraid."
2: Yeah, a lot, a lot of Joaquin Phoenix. We also saw him as uh, Napoleon for the first time. An uh, image re- as, was released. Um, But yeah, Bo is Afraid coming out just in a few weeks. Uh, The new film from Ari Aster, who uh, did Hereditary and is a very weird, weird guy. Makes some weird movies. And this is going to be one of them. Um, I've heard this described as a a take on the Odyssey. That uh, Walking Phoenix's character, Bo, has to um, journey home. And he's definitely crazy. If you watch this trailer, he's talking to therapists and weird shit is going on and uh yeah it's my kind of movie so i am very much looking forward to this one it's it's out pretty soon so this is the first we've actually seen of it so i don't know what that means that they're afraid to show what it was but yeah i'm still i'm 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 ready to line up i'm for more
1: it. excited for napoleon coming in november yeah at least scott i mean come on he's a treasure all right uh what is next asteroid city
2: so this is the new Wes Anderson. So another so trailer for this one uh came out this week. It's coming out June sixteenth, so also pretty soon. Um, which is one of those things with like five million people are in it. So I think uh Tom Hanks is the big one. He's never worked in a Wes Anderson movie before, but like everyone else has or no Scarlett Johansson's in it. I don't know if she's been in any of she might have been in the dog one because it was animated. Um but you also of course you got like Jason Schwartzman and uh, Jeffrey Wright, and, Swinton, uh, Brian Cranston, Brody, you know, Edward like,
1: Norton. Yeah, Usual just suspects. a million
2: people. And it's just like he probably for a couple days. And, yeah, of course. I think Goldblum probably is back. Um, yeah, this one is set in the 50s. Uh, there's an, uh, in the desert, there's a big asteroid hole that I've actually a- been to. A- Rita in Wilson's in, in it too,
1: so it's a uh, little oh. wife, a husband-wife oh. combo.
2: Yeah, get Chet Hanks in it too. <laughs> Cool, um, but it it looks very much like the movies he's made the last 10 years, um, not four by three, nice widescreen, but it is just that like everything looks like a set, tricky, colorful, colorful. um, yeah. But it is, it looks like it's going to be a real story this time and not a collection of weird little things going on, um, so yeah, this this should be good. I like 50s sci fi aesthetic, that's always a, a neat little thing, and it's got good people.
1: Yeah, coming in June. Uh, I didn't like his last movie, so Let's see. Uh, and last trailer
2: is Secret Invasion. Yeah, so this is uh, the Marvel show of the year. Uh, they haven't had a show out for almost twelve whole months. And um, this, when this will come out, June twenty first. a Disney show. Uh, so they, yeah, so they made a lot of these Marvel shows at the beginning of Disney Plus. And they've really slowed down on them, which is probably the right thing to do. Um, but I, th- I think this one will be good. It's see- called Secret Invasion. Uh, it's starring Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson. And it is about the uh, the shape-shifting aliens from Captain Marvel. Um, they have possibly taken over the government because they can shape shapeshift and take over anyone's form. Uh, and he has to, you know, solve the case. Um, so it's got, uh, why am I blanking on our name, but... Um, Daenerys Targaryen Emilia from Clark. Game of Thrones oh. is. Emilia ben Clark Mendelsohn, is and Olivia, yeah, Olivia Colman, Ben Mendelsohn returning from Captain Marvel. Oh, uh, so a McGavin, right there. Oh Ooh, yeah, very Join, good. Joining the Marvel universe—that's pretty good for him. Uh, but it looks like a, a a spy thriller more than it is like. Yeah, Superheroes you
1: almost ruined this for me. I, the trailer is like, OK, like a explosion in Moscow. And then you're like, oh, and, and the shape-shifting aliens it's like, oh, God. But I'm seeing none of that <laughs> in this
2: trailer. Yeah, they're there. I mean, the whole idea is, who do you know? It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's like, who do you, the government that we hire, do we know who they're really working for? I mean, do for all
1: know we know, Biden is an alien.
2: Yeah, that's always been a conspiracy, as Tony could tell you all about. I already, I already know who the, in our government, who so. even, who the um, aliens are. Yeah. I think, I think it works, works well, uh, that kind of thing. Like, I won't say it on air, but I already <laughs> am on to who the actual aliens are. you like political paranoia of like who's really in charge of the government. I think, I think that works. No, I say
0: it's nobody in the government that are the aliens, but oh. they're here. Yeah. Elon? Nobody famous. Why does it's, he it's want a, to get to Mars? It's a type of person, oh, okay. and they're here. There's one in this room. That's all for now. That'd be kind of wild to think.
1: Tony
2: doesn't want us to be um,
1: suspicious. (laughs) That'd be wild. Do you
2: remember that Stephen King movie? (laughs) Do do you remember the Stephen King movie, um, Dreamcatcher? I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Where um, it was revealed that the guy with Down syndrome is actually an alien. He doesn't have Down syndrome. He's just an alien. That was was (laughs) pretty good. That's... (laughs) I feel like I've heard of those conspiracies before. Yeah, too. you couldn't do that uh no, definitely not. <laughs> well, they were able to even do oh, it yeah. then. Oh, yeah, it wasn't a good idea. It wasn't a good movie either, but I enjoyed it. You're already starting out with some bad juju when you yeah. make
0: special-need kids aliens.
2: Well, that's <laughs> Secret Invasion. It took place... Er, those kids were from Derry. That's why I, it was cool about it. Oh, that's why uh, I was like, oh, Derry. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, anyways, that's uh, Dreamcatcher from 2003. Yeah, so
1: that's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Morgan
2: Freeman and uh, a young Damian Lewis, uh, pre-Homeland. And pre-Billy. Damian Lillard, weirdly enough.
0: <laughs> That's
1: what I thought yeah, going to
2: say.
0: No. Andy already predicted Damian Lillard's demise yeah. of the season.
1: All right, well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. When you plug in promo code, that Tony. is
0: T-O-N-Y.
1: 65% off just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. Uh, I have one. I
2: also have one. I've got three slash four. So I will start us off here with a a Jackie Chan double feature. So uh, this weekend I was at my parents' house and needed some time to kill before watching the Final Four game. And uh, Rush Hour was on like TNT or something. And like, you know, I hadn't seen that probably in 15 years. And it was was a delight just watching, flipping back between that and like Seinfeld reruns. Um, And then uh, later this weekend, I was like, you know, I enjoyed that. I should watch more Jackie Chan. So I watched a Police Story, uh, Jack, a movie that Jackie Chan directed in 1985, a, a Hong Kong movie um, that really has no story other than just, okay, there's bad people and they want to kill this girl and Jackie Chan has to, you know, do his, yeah, his there, fighting does against it, There
1: need to be a big storyline. You just want to see him jump through a ladder no. and then hopefully it's like, because no. it's, it's a newer movie or an older movie, maybe he's not doing the end credits where there's bloopers. Those are the best
2: there there wasn't it's a hard cut end just like well movie's over everyone go home um, there's a there's a big stunt at the end that i guess was super dangerous in real life um, they replayed it from different camera angles four times in a row they're it's like look deal. how impressive this is we're just going to we're just mm-hmm. going to keep every camera we had on it we're just going to show you because it's pretty cool um he could have died but you know he, he was committed to his craft i need to watch this um, i've not seen this one it's on hbo yeah, so it looks like the first two are there, and the third one is the one that's supposed to be great with Michelle Yeoh, who you know, just won an Oscar. Um, but that was like the first movie she was in an, um, that came out in America, but it came out like years later. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Jackie Chan, I, we didn't have enough time with him. We were, we were stupid. We should have um, just started putting him in movies when he was 20. In America, yeah, but we get to enjoy um, because by the time Rush Hour came out, well, was, if you're looking like for deep
1: already. cuts, I don't even know if they're called that, but like Rumble in the Bronx, Jackie Chan, who am I? I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan. I watched all of his
2: movies as a kid. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like he was he was pretty much done as an action star by like 2005. Yeah, well, I'm, I know Rush Hour three came out a I little, little he later. Became than like that.
1: a you um, know like a minister or something in China.
2: Yeah, he's a big sellout. He's a big sellout for the and, Chinese uh, government. Which sucks because he's from Hong Kong and he he's like, yeah, I want China to take. You probably over gave Hong him a Kong.
1: billion dollars to say that, Andy.
2: Yeah. LeBron like was invited <laughs> to his party after that. You know.
1: But yeah, Jackie Chan, who am I? Is Story amazing, Mister Nice Guy. I think was all right. First Strike
2: is a good one. Rumble in the Bronx is probably the best. Yeah, so that was that was all like yeah mid nineties, but like he. This movie's from 1985, and he had done some things even before then. Like, he was ready to One of to those go.
1: movies, he's fighting the guy, and it's this big, like, Australian dude, and he's whooping his ass, but he's, you could, because he'll show that he's
2: actually in pain. He's like, you want more fight? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And it, well, what was interesting about this one was he, you could see he already had, like, a, an eye for comedy with this first one, where the, so much of it is him, like, like Three Stooges shit, where he, he yeah. hurts himself. And always has like an exaggerated thing and like oh he twisted himself in a phone line Ah, hilarious stuff and it's like how is he gonna get out of it but yeah very creative guy and he's not dead i almost made it seem like he's dead but like he's just he can't do the same type of movies he's we really, really wasted you know, his
1: talent yeah. <laughs> it was so sad to watch so him go. i'm reading right now first strike is the fourth installment of police story
2: I didn't know that's yeah how so I, okay so i know they i know um police story 3 is called super cop in america so i think they they did just like rename them american audiences but
1: that's the better one you're saying stupid that one's yeah. not anywhere of course i haven't seen that either rated r that's not like it uh and is it just heavy violence Ooh, like uh yeah. sport or something I don't know. rated R. All of
2: his other movies aren't, right? Yeah, just is it rated R by America? I don't even know. How do they rate yeah, things Rumble in in the Bronx is R.
1: I mean, I guess I was watching all of them on TBS. There's a broken yeah. arm or something that's graphic. All
2: right, what else you got? People do get murdered. Yeah, people get shot and stuff. So, um, I've got one that is very weird, and I, I I'm curious if you ever even heard of sure this I movie. Haven't. Um. <laughs> no it, but it's got people that you like that's why i'm saying um, i had heard about this movie only like a couple years ago and was very curious like what the hell is this it's a movie called nothing but trouble uh, written and directed and starring dan Aykroyd, um as well as chevy chase and john candy so I, I i give you that right there don't you think this is gonna be like a classic uh
1: potential but the fact that i i'm pretty positive i've not heard of it tells me all i need to know
2: OK, there you go. See, like I you would think, why was this not in Comedy Central all the time? Oh, wow. Um it is a insane movie. Um, so how do they I make Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd look like Scrooge
1: melted an acid?
2: <laughs> it's it's insane. It's like Scrooge. It's like Freddy yeah. Krueger's uh, yeah. like cousin. So the story is that Dan Aykroyd went to the movie theaters with some friends and saw Hellraiser and was like, I want to do a horror movie. <laughs> Um, which is weird because like, hey, you he already made Ghostbusters, which has like horror elements to it, and he wasn't gonna make a straight horror movie. Um, but yeah, the premise of this is very—it's very Texas Chainsaw more than it is Hellraiser. Uh, but yeah, Chevy Chase is a is a, a rich, uh, finance guy, and uh, because he's horny, he agrees to take his his neighbor, played by uh, Demi Moore, you know, very very young back then, uh, to to New Jersey. Like, I'm gonna take her to Atlantic City. I'll drive in my car um you know figures okay we'll have to stay the night right and uh you know make my move um but on the drive they like get lost somewhere and end up in a small town and uh, he runs a stop sign and he keeps going on the highway and eventually gets uh pulled over by uh, the cop played by john candy and, and instead of just getting a ticket he's like no and in, in this county you got to go see the judge before you can uh, get out of it and Takes him to the judge, and it's just like a – it becomes a horror movie, but, you know, goofy, but basically an old, crazy-looking house. And Dan Aykroyd plays this 100-year-old judge who uh, basically sends people to death for speeding or running stop signs. Um, so he, like, imprisons them and does all kinds of weird shit. Um, John Candy plays has a double role where he plays – uh, the cop. And he also plays his twin sister who doesn't speak. <laughs> is that where uh, <laughs> um, uh, and Adam Sandler got it from? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was wondering, like, hey, would this be banned in, like, multiple states now? Is this, does this count as a drag show? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan Aykroyd also plays, like, um weird, like, mutants or something that are even weirder looking. Well, days. Dan Aykroyd I
0: know is really into aliens. Oh, yeah.
2: He, well, he's definitely a weirdo because he's into some weird shit. Um another crazy th- part about this movie is that um rap group Digital Underground uh, plays themselves and get arrested and have to like do a musical performance to get out of it. <laughs> um and at the time Digital Underground uh, featured a a young man named Tupac Shakur. So he was uh not one of the main guys, but he did some backing and Oh, so that's you him, him he's in this there photo. I'm looking at I thought that look
1: like him.
2: And you're like, Hey, <laughs> hey, it's Tupac in this weird Dan Aykroyd movie. Yeah. Um it's it's crazy. It, it's not good, but it's very creative, and um, you can see why. Like Dan Aykroyd was not a big thing in the '90s. I think so. was his big swing after Ghostbusters 2. and it's like ah, I don't know about this guy. He could still be in things, but I don't think you get to make, write movies anymore. Yeah. Do you see what this had
0: on Rotten Tomatoes?
2: Like a, a nine thirteen or that, yeah. yeah. It was twelve
0: percent on yeah. Rotten
2: Tomatoes i mean i don't think it's it's not miserable because it is interesting it's like this is so wild that they would do this um i don't think it's like it's so horrible um but yeah maybe it is similar to jack and jill in that way where it's like it's such a horrible idea that it's almost worth watching but yeah that's on uh, hbo I'm
1: not watch that
2: <laughs> thank you Thank you.
1: all right um how many did you have left andy I just one. close it out.
2: You want us um, to see what do you got? You go. One. Up? Yeah. I'm going to go. Oh, I
0: watched uh, The Murder Mystery 2. I saw that was on Netflix. And uh,
2: yeah. You know Jack and Jill.
0: Uh, I mean, I saw the first one also. And I will say, what these movies do for me is uh, they entertain me and they make me laugh. And I mean, I guess that's all you can ask for. I mean, I, I, Adam Sandler, I think, is great the way he is uh, in this movie and stuff and just plays his the role really well. And same with Jennifer Aniston and then all the little side characters also. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously are like, when you break it down, is this actually like, are they good movies? Probably not. But I mean, are they entertaining? Yeah. Do they keep you kind of guessing of who the murderer is and what's going on? Yeah. And then they're funny. And I think that's like the most important part is that you're laughing. And so, yeah. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I would, um, you know, if you go into it with the open mind of just like, it's a silly movie and you'll laugh. Don't expect it to be good. Just expect it to be a silly comedy. And then, yeah, that's a good movie. I think you watch with uh, your your girlfriend or something, wife, whoever it may be, on the couch on a Wednesday evening, open a bottle of wine, get some chocolate strawberries and throw this on. I'll watch this. But uh, yeah, so... Enjoyable. Yeah. I think you guys would, you know, you'll definitely have some laughs. That's for sure. There's definitely some, some good funny scenes. I mean, Adam Sandler is a king of comedy.
2: I think the writer of the new scream movies also wrote these movies. So oh, it's right. was like, Hey, they're both, uh, they're all knows, murder makes mysteries. Sense, Cause it keeps you, it keeps, you, it keeps yeah. you guessing. Cause it's like, it'll be
0: like, it's this person. And all of a sudden you turn and it's like, wait, what? It was actually this person. I don't know. It's kind of, it just keeps going kind of. Yeah. That's it all for right. me.
1: I watched the uh, first episode of season four of Succession. And, uh, I mean, it's laying the groundwork. There's a lot of things that have changed. And um, it's going to be a pretty good season, I imagine. Uh, It will be the last season. And I've enjoyed this show so far. It's, you know, you can't trust your family is what this show is about. And when you have that kind of money Mm -hmm. on the line... I guess it makes sense. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> not many people say they're in this situation. Except for like the Murdoch family. And that's about it. It's fun. Check it out on HBO.
2: Yeah, that was uh, interesting how the, the creator basically just said like, yeah, we probably could have done like two more seasons, but I just want to end it earlier rather than end it late. Like, yeah, I guess yeah, that, Why not end it on
1: top versus kind of been like, oh, we're out of ideas. Which also makes me
2: yeah. worry. Where you like a character, is Yellowstone going
1: to be coming to an end. I keep, I know these articles are just bullshit, like bait clickers. Right. But is it going to end? They've, I've heard it's been delayed for part two of season five. So, have a billion spin spin-offs.
2: You just got to like give uh, Costner like a really nice horse or something. We got to negotiate maybe a baseball yeah, card. Exactly. I don't know. But
1: yeah, Succession, check it out. Start from the beginning if you've never seen it. I have not. Um, I like Brian Cox, you know? He's, I think it's weird that he's the uh, McDonald's guy. Do you think he's actually weird, ever had McDonald's in his
2: life? He seems like the kind of guy, well, maybe it's just my memory of Super Troopers, but he seems like the kind of guy to get very drunk on occasion. And I could see him go through a drive-thru like, in a car. Um, but not, not like when he's, you know, just on his game acting. I don't think he's ever had
1: it. I don't think he's allowed to answer that question legally, probably. but I mean, <laughs> no. he's from Scotland to begin with, so take out the childhood. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, he's Agamemnon. However you say that. <laughs> Troy. He's not doing it. It's just interesting. All right, you want to close us out off-road with your big one?
2: Yeah, the big one. The big movie this week. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves.
1: Is <laughs> that <It Are you laughs> so ridiculous.
2: <laughs> this is the big, it's the big movie this week. So um, here's the thing about this movie that I think people aren't really thinking about or aware of. Um, I wasn't even aware of it until maybe a month ago. Uh, this is written and directed by Jonathan Goldstein and Don Francis Daly who um waiting mostly have, have been writing partners um yeah also freaks and geeks which uh they did a nice little ad uh with the original uh geeks does
0: he go by john francis daily there's because there's always john, john daily i
2: thought about that as well yeah it must be um <clears throat> is it spelled the same no it, d-a-l-e-y i believe so mm-hmm. um but yeah these these guys have been writing movies for like the last decade and wrote a lot of big ones horrible bosses um both one and two they did um the first Spider-Man movie. Um, and then they directed their first movie, uh, with game night from a few years back, which is a, a very good movie that uh, a lot of people like. It's, uh, Jason Bateman and, uh, Rachel McAdams and, uh, great Jesse Plemons performance. So, uh, this is the second movie that they've now directed. And yeah, it's Dungeons and Dragons based on the board game, whatever you want to call it for nerds. Um, you know, I used to hear that
0: they would say that, uh, a lot of these guys that they would <clears throat> that would be like odds makers in vegas and stuff or guys that they would get to set the odds that were really good
2: with numbers were all like big yeah. dungeons and dragons players and stuff yeah because i think a lot of that's based on like 20-sided die or something like that i don't know um but anyway it's just a good it's just a good fantasy setting um and this is this is a quite a good movie like i, I saw when the early <laughs> reviews came out it's like in the in the 90s and Rotten tomatoes and we're like so down on on it coming out like oh this is gonna suck because they did make a Dungeons & Dragons movie like 20 years ago that was really bad. Um, but yeah, this is uh, starring Chris Pine, which is a uh, referenced earlier. And um, yeah, he has uh, he has a a black daughter. Um, and why that's notable to me, other than the reference I made earlier, is it's the same girl who played Adam Driver's daughter in 65. And I'm like, wow, these movies came out within like three weeks of each other. And it's she the same busy, girl. She was a busy girl. Yeah, it's like this, it's the same girl, similar setup of like, I got to go on a quest and leave you behind. Um, I think Adam driver called his a quest in his movie, but I think in this movie, they might call it a quest. Um, But you also got uh, Michelle Rodriguez of a fast and furious series. uh, When uh, the action scenes, Um, Hugh Grant as the like bad guy here, comedy relief. Um, It's a fun movie. It, it's an adventure movie, but it also is a heist movie. And there's like two things they take from uh, Ocean's Eleven, including like, okay, so they got to they're going to rob the vault of this city, and they're going to do it while the like gladiator games are happening. And I'm like, that's well, just like Ocean's Eleven, where you know they're going to rob the casino on fight night because that city has to the keep you know
1: five hundred thousand yeah. rubles or more yeah.
2: on hand. <clears throat> So I was like, that's just like uh, Ocean's Eleven right there. But um, I like fantasy stuff when it's silly. Uh, so yeah, it, it it's our dragons, but they're not like Game of Thrones dragons. And there's like weird cat people. I'm like, that's just like a cat, but it's a whole full person. That's cool. I want to know more about that. Um, but I think that the biggest comparison would be uh, Guardians of Galaxy, which is you know space, but it's very similar in that it's a... A group of people with different skills and different personalities have to come together and, you know, do weird shit and, you know, interact with cat people, you know. Just make more movies with cat people. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty good. Um, don't, don't be like worried that like this looks stupid or I don't know who these people are or I don't like Dungeons and Dragons. It's a fun time.
1: Uh no, not for me. I'm not going to the theater to see it. Maybe if by somehow well, I'm very incredibly bored on like a Wednesday or something, and it's on HBO, I'll watch
2: it. so they do thank you for coming to the movies. They do one of those. I'll things care if Nicole Kidman says thanks for coming or not. And it's not Nicole Kidman. Oh. It's the cast of the movie. And Hugh Grant does not want to be there at all yeah, during he- a little filming. Like, Do I get He's paid Mickey for this He's Mickey Blue show? Eyes, Andy. <laughs> He's better than that. <laughs> it was very awkward to watch that little thing where Chris Pine's like, oh my god, I love you so much for coming to the theater. It means everything would be on the streets if it wasn't for you specifically. Love you. Bye. Um, it's very awkward when they do that thing. I, I hope they stop doing it. Like when Tom Cruise did it, I was fine with it because like it makes sense. You know, it means a lot, but everyone does it and you go see like i don't know blue beetle like george <laughs> Thank lopez you. is going to be like I'll see us <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't need it
1: well tom cruise is like he actually like he'll kill himself if he's not making movies everyone else is like "Eh, i want to buy a yacht so i got to make this movie and you have to go see it same insincere yeah yeah that's true. all right uh, anything else to add no. Uh, well, no. you've been listening to episode 318 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off-road Andy. And Tony Katz.: Yes, thank you.